you do know I hit the the button, right? I saw you hit it. I also said, "Hey, I'm about to hit the button." I know. I appreciate that. Because sometimes I'll be hitting the button, and I think you see me, but you act like you didn't see me. Like I hate being caught off guard. Like nigga, tell me. All right. You know. Do you get caught off guard a lot of times? Yes. In what ways? The audacity. <laughs> How, how dare you, sir? No, but seriously, nigga, is it too much to ask? Like, tap me on the shoulder or something. Don't just, you know. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate when niggas do that. Do girls do that? Do what? Like, if you, like, going down on a girl, because, you know, I don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's about to, like, flood or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do she be like, niggas, the move. Or, like, uh, stop. Or do they just, like, drown your ass? So, in my experience, women usually have, like, uh, are self-conscious about it. Really? Yeah. So, like, they, like, to the point to where they'll even, like, stop themselves from getting to that point because they're afraid of how overflowing it would be. I, or, need, yeah, I need to meet a self-conscious nigga. <laughs> that, because let me tell you what niggas don't do. Or, or another thing is they'll, uh, like, they'll be like, hey, just want to let you know, it might get a little crazy down there or something. Man, I'm dating these fucking assassins. These just stealth niggas. They just overconfident. Like they just they don't say nothing. You almost cadaver like. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? You wanted it. Fair. <laughs> the audacity. Man, the what audacity. an episode. We already started. I'm so sorry, y'all. You got the audacity. audacity. Oh, I know you're not talking to me. You really thought that was going to be cool. Are you serious? Do it look like I was... No! Oh, so you feeling audacious. Episode. This is episode twenty. Whoa! Yeah, did you know that? I was looking at that the uh, other day. I was like, okay, today because I was editing the last episode. But the last one was nineteen, and after nineteen is uh, twenty. Bro, when you said twenty, I was like, of season two. <laughs> I was like, dang. I was episode four. Wait, five. Wait, five. I don't know. That's dope. Right. I'm glad that we don't really remember. Well, look, welcome to season y'all, two. I bet y'all know what it is. Look, let us know. Welcome to season two. Season two. Episode 20, at least. Epi- look, episode 20. Oh, wait. First season had 15. 14. No, it had a 15 because they had that filler episode. Okay, okay. So this is episode five of season two. Math. Look, you know what's funny? Math. Thank you. No problem. Because if it ain't in my bank account, can't count it. Okay. <laughs> Can't count it. Not worried about it. If it's not in my account. Sorry. How was your How was your time? Your week, man. What's, what's going on with Let you? Let me tell you something I realized about myself this week. What you realize about yourself? This I week? am easily excitable. I'm at work, <laughs> and I do the thing. All my friends know. Like, if I see someone that I find attractive, I'm always like, "I love you." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just putting it to the universe because right. I'm lonely. Um, and this guy, I was walking in, and this guy I've never seen before. He opens the door for me, and he's like, "Yeah, I got you," and I was like. Well, nigga, what did you get me? I was like thinking like, I love like I love you. Like, don't be polite to me. He opened the door and said, I got you. He was like, yeah, man, I got you. I was like, mm. nigga, what? Like a future with you? <laughs> like, don't. I just, I, I have got to like calm down because mm. I was ready to plan our life. 
Well, like it don't take much. And I was like, Warren, you need to do better. Yeah. So um, yeah, my week was a lot of you know telling myself to cut that shit out. Okay. And then Wait. and then not cutting that shit out. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. So shout out to all the beautiful men that made my week fly by. That's how my week was. Tight, tight. What about you? Um, my week. Oh, my week is pretty cool. I um, I've been watching my little cousin for like a few days. A child. Yeah, a whole a young soul. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know if that's allowed as far as like letting me be in charge of a whole other person. I guess it is. I'm barely in charge of myself. How you been doing? In charge of myself, I've been out all right. You know, I mean, I eat most days. The child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the child's fine. Me and him actually been having a really good time. He's uh, one of those super smart kids that you see sometimes. Every you know, not like a, the the rare breeds. The rare breeds. The ones not eating their boogers. Gosh, the ones that's not riding on a bike in the middle of the street. No at helmet. Twelve o'clock at night. Just wild. What are you doing? Where are your parents? <laughs> but um, probably detained. Fuck you, Ice. <laughs> to, uh, it's in the future. You gotta, oh, sorry. You gotta hold sorry. It back, man. Sorry. You can't give him everything. Rage. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but no, but hanging out with him is cool. We had went to the park. We did like a couple things, and um, it was really just like a fun time because uh, just you know being with like a, a different person that wasn't an actual person. That's bomb. Maybe I should like find a kid to watch. Yeah, find a kid to watch. No, I'm not gonna do well, it. Not, yeah, yeah no. I don't even like the way that. Yeah, kind of sounded, yeah. You know, After yeah. I said it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I don't even like children, to be clear. That's true. I'm working on it because I, I slick think I may want a baby in the future. Mm, to do what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. That's a good fucking question. <laughs> That's what I be thinking when a parent, when yeah. my friends be like, we're having a baby. I'm like, to do what? <laughs> What's that about? What's it going to In this economy? <laughs> Whoa. But um, yeah, I think I might want a gay be later on in life, and that's cool. That's okay. dope. Yeah, but yeah, but um, he, he, it was crazy because you know he kind of like you know just being with a uh, a child or you know a twelve year old kind of just put into perspective um a lot of things for me. And I wanted to do, I wanted to take the moment to kind of give a shout out to um emotional available emotionally available like men out there. Okay. And and like those are the those men that are fathers. And being emotionally like you know available to their to their children because from a person that um, my dad was you know in the house but he just wasn't he's just one of those uh, Rolling Stone dads you mm -hmm. know he's there but he ain't really there kind of thing so the idea of seeing fathers that I know that and friends of mine that are, are you know dads being there for their kids and like caring for them and not right. really. Um, uh, just, just being open to doing that. Right, right, right. Uh, for, for a second there, I was like, "Nigga, are we brothers?" Because it sounds like you're <laughs> describing my father, bro. It's, what, yeah, it's, it's just crazy because I feel like you know, to your point, um, so many of our friends like around our age are just redefining what it looks like to be a black father. Um, not that there weren't like decent black dads back in the day. I just don't know any. Um, but a lot of my friends, unfortunately, black men, like they don't have like the greatest relationship with their fathers, or mm -hmm. their dads weren't as present, or when they were present, it was mm -hmm. trauma, trauma, trauma. trauma. And so, um, shout out to the dads not scarring, you know, their kids emotionally. Yeah, like, yeah. real talk. Yeah, we got to fix this uh, this curse ourselves, man. Real so, talk. So, so, yeah. Um, so, shout out to y'all. Y'all are dope. Shout out to all our friends that are dads. With that being said. Yes. Um, what was, I got a question for you. Ooh. One of those audacious questions. I'm ready. What were some of the, like, ideas of masculinity that you saw when you were growing up? Ooh, 
Um, you know, it's crazy when I think about masculinity and I think about like the relationship that like gay people specifically have a masculinity and then like black men, I feel like straight black men are always having to like prove their heterosexuality. Like it's like a constant, like I ain't gay. I ain't gay. I ain't gay. Cause I do all this stuff. And so I think my relationship with masculine growing up, I'm sorry, could you say that one more time? You feel like, I feel like straight men, like as, cause you know, someone that observes, mm-hmm. like most of my friends are straight. I feel, I listen to a lot of the conversation and the behavior. And I think straight men are constantly having to like prove to their other straight male friends gotcha. that they're not gay. Like if they do anything that deviates from what at that moment is mm-hmm. deemed as masculine, mm-hmm. niggas be like, that's gay. Right. Or like, what the fuck? Or like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, that's exhausting. And so for me, masculinity just always seemed like this like unattainable mm. thing. Like it wasn't, I, I wasn't going to be all those things. Um, it wasn't something that like I felt naturally came. And then I think as I got older, I started to redefine what masculinity meant for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, growing up, it was tough. Cause I was like, I don't like sports or mm. women mm. or right. Or look, I was like, well, I'm out. Because that's what all, like, the straight niggas want to talk about. Yeah. Like, pussy and pro sports. Mm. And I was like, does anyone like the theater? <laughs> and they were like, man, look at your man, guys. Okay. I was like, okay, well. Cor- <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct, gentlemen. Touche. So, yeah, what about you? Um, That's, that's an interesting thought. I never, because as a, like, straight man, I never really thought, like, how, like, masculinity is viewed, um that is not tied to like the, like the sexuality mm-hmm. um, from my experience. Right. Cause uh, growing up um, I've had uh, like a lot of different um, male, pos- like positive male figures in my life. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just, you know, even from when I lived in Chicago, my, you know, my brothers and my dad, you know, owning our own business, we were all there. And then there are other men that worked at the shop. Right. Um, so I was, you know, and then we would have like conversations, but you know, uh, about, or I would crash their conversations and their conversations would, you know, be about women mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and sports, right, right. and all uh, the stuff you're talking about. Um, so, it, so you know, that was my. I was probably like just on that little, uh, on that road. So, um, but also, I kind of like picked it up from even at school, like the the school teachers, um, because you know you spend eight hours with them all day, every day, right. So, um, the few male teachers I did have, they um, also built like a lot of my male or masculine, um, what is it like picture? Mm-hmm. In my because, um, I, I can even remember, uh, like my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Her- uh, Mr. Hurst, he taught me how to tie a tie, for example. Mm, um, I, an app taught me how to tie a tie. Really? Yes. I have an app on my phone called how to tie a tie. Well, you still have the app. Yeah. Because it's difficult. Okay. That's cool. Don't you judge me. I didn't judge. I didn't say nothing. No, I really. Just... I, I need to do better. I need to like memorize What's it. the app called? How to tie a tie. Dang, I can't believe that's an app. It's an app. I could have did that. Like, I YouTubed it, and then I was like, there's got to be an app for this. Why did you need an app? Because I didn't know how to tie one. No one ever showed me. I mean, but once you do it once, you need an app. Yeah. I don't wear ties often, I guess. Right. So, why do you need the app? Because I don't wear them often enough to remember how to tie it. All right, well, I don't want to, like, stay on this subject. I'm just kind of... See, this is that shit. You got to prove... <laughs> you got to prove yourself. This is why I don't prescribe to it. Like, I don't think I'm super feminine, but I don't think I'm hella masculine. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like... So what? I got to use the app to do that. You're right. It is what it is. You're absolutely right. I was just more... I was just taking... I, 
you, never even thought about. You were it. like, I don't understand how this, how he don't know. You done did it once, do it again. <laughs> it's like tying a shoe. No, it's not. Why did I have a, a southern? Draw? I don't know. Anytime someone, <laughs> if you do it once, you gotta do it again. Anytime, anytime I face a confrontation, I assign someone a voice <laughs> that is not their own. I'm just like, well, okay, <laughs> all right, that's what's up. But masculinity, yes, wow. Yeah. So did um did you at, at what point did you realize or did you marry the two ideas of uh, masculinity and yourself? Mm, to be honest, I don't think of myself as masculine. Really? I also don't think of myself as feminine. I feel like those are terms that are very heteronormative mm. and I don't exist in a heteronormative like space. Wow, this is I, an advanced level. Yeah, okay. I feel like, yes, like, you know, I believe gender is a social, a social construct and a lot of the things that we define as like masculine or feminine are made up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your your sex, what you're born as, like biological sex, male, female, or like you could be intersex. Mm-hmm. But like as far as like gender, gender is whatever society tells you at that time. Right. Like back in the day, niggas was wearing wigs and shit, making laws. Now, That's true. you know, if a nigga was walking around with a wig, you'd be like, what the fuck? Right. But now niggas are wearing wigs again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the installs and stuff. So I just feel I'm like. Sorry, excuse me? Yeah, men are walking around, you know, with the fake hair. No, I don't know. You don't know is. niggas got these weaves now? I thought those were like. Comedic thing is that that's not no like joke. no like a nigga can be bald and then he cannot be bald. We got I'm options. Need you to give me that number. I got you. I got you. Right. Yeah, is yeah. Like we'll we'll talk offline. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Anybody else listening that needs that number, hit me just up. Just hit us up. Yeah. yeah we, we got you. But yeah, so I just I don't know. Like I don't think about myself in like I don't want to say limited, but yeah, maybe like limited. Mm. I think I'm more than like gender labels. So to answer my question, you never have then. So you just Mm-mm. you still see it in the same way. It's like, oh, I'm... Like, Something that's unattainable. I feel wow. like I, I don't want to have to constantly prove myself to this standard that's constantly going to change, that is defined by people so differently all over the world, and that's heteronormative. Like, I don't have to participate in that, so I don't. Okay. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> What's uh, next? Next on the Audacity Podcast. <laughs> We have, um, I don't know what this is, uh, Soul Cycle. Is this like, is this a Soul Train thing coming back? Look, I wish it was Soul Train. Then, soul it, might, train then, the then it might be for us. No, Soul Cycle is, um, so the guy that runs Soul Cycle, um, his uh, umbrella company is called Equinox. What um, is Soul Cycle? So Soul Cycle is um, something that uh, rich people do oh. um, to like, you know, it's like spin class. Like you oh. get on a bike, but like it's supposed to be like transformative to your like physical and like internal, so they call it Soul Cycle. Okay, it's I, very West Coast. I got a bike. Exactly. Okay. I don't. That stuff don't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, because you don't go to Soul Cycle. You just so they were like, you know, you, it's just not like regular biking. It's like led by like a Soul Cycle expert. Isn't it indoors? Yeah, it's indoors. So they can like already get the fuck off my phone. With that shit. <laughs> okay, well you ain't that... doing nothing but moving your legs. Let's be real. Okay, all right. But what is the Soul Cycle people? So doing? recently, the owner of Soul Cycle he uh, has you know um, come out you know previously and said you know Donald Trump's the worst. Like I don't like him. You know blah blah blah. blah. That's what's up. But this is such a great guy. Saying he's right, but you know like a lot of these flip floppers, he um, has decided to. Throw Donald Trump a campaign fundraiser charging everyone $250,000 a ticket to help him, you know, get reelected. 
But what's funny about that is he's getting a lot of backlash because Soul Cycle, as we know, is very like West Coast, liberal, mm-hmm. free. Like that demographic probably didn't vote for Trump. And so mm-hmm. now his business is suffering. Everyone's like boycotting his shit. They're listing all his other businesses. People are canceling their memberships. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's... I probably don't shop at those businesses. At, at all. Mm. I'm like, that's not your demographic. That's crazy. But that's what they do, though, right? Right. They, like, say all the things. Mm-hmm. But then, like, at the end of the day... So, did you say $250,000? $250,000 a plate. What? Yes. Who the fuck gonna be at that dinner? Who gonna... You know what? All, all the NFL team owners. People could just donate that to me, and I could solve... Like, one person could do that to me, and I would just solve so many, like, problems. Yes. Of my own. Right. I was about to be like, nigga, what? Yeah, I was going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got to fix me first before I can help others. It, at least. Period. You know? Um, but that's, yeah, too, that's crazy, It's though. crazy. So, yeah. So, now people are boycotting his shit. Fuck you, guy. You fucking flip-floppity flipper. See? That's why y'all need to take y'all ass outside with them bikes. <laughs> bikes ain't supposed to be inside. Well, they won't be now, because that shit's going down. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, bro. So yeah, fifty a plate. All right. Um, speaking of Trump, speaking of Trump, look at you looking at my notes. <laughs> uh, I got immigration ice. You know, did you hear about this? Yes. So ice is wilding. You know what ice is, right? Yeah, the nigga, the uh, come get your asses. The come get your ass if you're not American. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which, what the fuck does that, does that even mean nowadays? How is that even like a thing? Ugh, I hate it. Like, Amer- American isn't a thing. Uh, being American is the most socialist construct thing I've ever heard. You no, know, it think is. About it. it changes all the time. Yeah. It, it typically is whatever popular mainstream culture wants to deem as American, which right now sounds like what? Mm-hmm. And if you ain't what, mm-hmm. then, you know, be careful. You know what's funny? Like, America's the only country where that like hyphenates and stuff. I, I think I've noticed. Oh, like what? Um, like African American. Oh. Asian American. Like Latin. American. Yeah, you're right. I don't... If you like when I was when I was traveling in Europe last year, and um, you know, I meet people like I might meet like a, a black person, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, where are you from? Or you know, like, yeah, what, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm Dutch. I'm like, yeah, but Afro Dutch. What are you? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Negro Dutch? Like, like what kind of <laughs> you Dutch? Like, right. what kind of Dutch are you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but they but they already if you're not white American, mm-hmm. you're automatically hyphenated American. Yeah, other other. Mm-hmm. So that it's it's gonna it's continuously like a um, a reminder a reminder that, that you are not like everybody mm-mm, else mm-mm. on purpose on purpose. So, um, yeah, the, the so if you haven't heard, yesterday in Mississippi, um, ICE did the largest uh, raid ever. They arrested um, 600 um, Latin immigrants mm. um, from their jobs. They were working at poultry plants. They came to their jobs while they were work, detained the them day? during the day, detained 600 of them. It's the largest detainment in American history, um, ICE detainment. And uh, the kids of these you know, parents when they were getting out of school, no one was coming to get them, Whoa. which which forced a lot of people to come and try to volunteer and see what was going on. Or you got a volunteer? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Let me let me let me get my head around. This. Okay. It's a lot. So the government. Yes. Took these parents away. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah, six hundred. And so there's at least six hundred kids at the school. Could be more. Could be more. Right. Because you know you know. Right, people have multiple kids. People have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, people was like, you know, what? I need to volunteer 
to go take these kids from the school to wherever, somewhere, or, someplace safe. Or just even just watch. Just to corral them. Or even just watch them at the school because the, the school was like closing, of course. A lot oh, of the kids yeah. had to sleep in the gym. Dang. And this happened yesterday, so who knows what's going on today. So, but, but we're, wow, that's crazy. Like, the, the that's so infuriating. No, it is. The idea of the, one, the government, you, this whole thing is about Trump getting backlash on, um, the whole taking kids away from their parents mm-hmm. and that whole separation argument mm-hmm. and having to keep the kids in these cages that mm-hmm. we've already talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. and this whole thing. Okay, well, you you don't want me to take take them away? I'll just let the school deal with them and have the school hold the kids and use that as like another way to get to the parents in such the most sneakiest and devious and evil way possible. Like, that's it, crazy. It's the worst. It's, it's a very sad time. Like. In American history, like this is definitely something they'll write about in the history books, and um, it's disgusting. It kind of makes me like really sad. Um, but I was thinking, I was like, you know, my mama probably would have been like, yes, a vacation from these motherfucking kids because we were <laughs> we were really like kind of bad. Come get these Mexican ass kids. No, my mama, my mama would be like, take me, shit, take me from. I ain't gotta go to work and I ain't gotta pick up my kids. Thank you, Jesus. But um, but like on a serious note, fuck you, Trump. Yeah. And if you work for ICE, fuck that's even, you. That's, you apply for that job. And what's crazy you is like personally, I do believe there should be immigration laws, right? Yeah, I, I do. Agree. But there also should be an easier like path to like citizen, citizen becoming a citizen. This and is not the way to do this. No, this is not the way to do it. It's it's disgusting yeah. and it's not right. I'm more. It's not right. Like the whole idea that. Hispanic people are, you know, evil or, or yeah, or evil or, or rapists or mm-hmm. murder, all the stuff that he has said mm-hmm. on record several, several times. Yes. Um, that whole thing is not real for me. Like, what is real is um, white people getting a gun on Tuesday and then on Wednesday shooting up a whole situation. Yes. Whether it be Walmart, whether it be a church, whether it be the movies, mm-hmm. whether it be... A film, uh, a, a, a music festival, mm-hmm. like domestic terrorism, is more threatening to me as a person mm-hmm. than um, somebody, Jose trying to get better education, right? So, or somebody at their job minding their fucking business, minding their fucking Wor- business, working, working by the way, working like doing jobs that a lot of people don't want to do, so that yo ass can eat some Chick Fil A. Come on now, no, for real though. Like, how about, how so, much, so you're supposed to get this chicken, wings? so you can enjoy some Popeyes. It, it's just really disgusting. And um, speaking of that, the shooters. Um, Before you go on, did we get any status on the chicken? Like, is the production okay? No, it's not. Are wing prices going to go up? There's going to be wing inflation. This is some bull. I'm upset. That's um, that's why I got wings today. Is, okay. I got Jeez, wings today because because I who knows the next time I'm gonna be able to have them. I had tenders and wings today. You better go again. Like uh, it's rough. Damn. That's crazy. But yeah, it's fucked up. But speaking of those shootings, like um. I was uh I looked up today because I was just curious. Um, there have been two hundred and fifty five mass shootings since this since year began. Two thousand two. No, since two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nineteen. This year. This year. Yeah, the year that's not over. The year that's currently happening. Two hundred fifty five. The last eight months. Yes. There's been two hundred. Two hundred fifty five. Shootings. Two hundred fifty-five. Oh, just regular shootings. No, like, oh, Matt, no, no, shootings no, no, every no, no, day. no, 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 no. Them boys be shooting on Kelly Road wait, all the time. Wait, what? They do? Hell yeah. I'm moving. Um, but no, like two hundred fifty-five. 
That is mass shootings. Mass shootings. That What's is the difference between a regular shooting and a mass shooting? So a mass shooting is um, four or more people, um, and they don't have to die, just anyone that was mm. injured, um, and it is in a public place. So it's been about 250 mass shootings. 255. You're right. 255 mass shootings mm-hmm. this year. Yes. So that's at least, you multiply that times four people per mass shooting. Are, are you doing math again? Yeah, it's just, it's just you just multiply how many nope. mass. nope. Tr- triggered. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in Mr. Dennis's class. Oh, that's crazy. And he's calling that's, me to the board. I don't know. That's too many. That's too many not to do anything. That's too many to I, let everything. There was one shooting in New Zealand. They changed up the whole fucking they, thing. They was bro. like, give us your fucking guns. Give, give me everybody gun yes. that everybody has one. Now, I'm not saying take every gun away mm-hmm. because, you know, whatever. Because the NRA has convinced people that. We need guns because the person next door to us may or may not have a gun. Mm-hmm. I understand Or that. because it's your Second Amendment right. But with this, these most recent shootings, there have been there were several warnings that should have made it a little bit harder. Just a little mm-hmm. bit harder. But nothing's happened. For these people and, to get And guns, you know what's crazy? Man. I used to like say, like, I bet if they was killing white kids, something would happen. But no, because mm-hmm. that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Like it don't they don't care about kids. They don't care kids, about yeah. your ethnicity. They nope. don't care about how much money you got. Nope. They don't care like they don't like, care about you. Guns are more important than white people yes. in white people's minds. Yeah, so That's you crazy. you got to care about yourself. Yeah. We we, we really have to start like taking a serious look at like what is really going on in America because this shit is disgusting. Yeah, uh, it's there's a lot going on, man. And he was targeting immigrants. Or yeah, the, that the, like, but the El Paso like he, shooter. Yeah, but like in El Paso, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they may or may not have, they could have been Latin American. He said he was targeting Mexicans. Wow. Because you know they think every Latin person is Mexican. He traveled to the um, to El Paso. Mm-hmm. Like not the nearest Walmart because you know it's one every three miles. Right. He traveled to that city mm-hmm. because it's a border town. Mm-hmm. Some Mexicans come from Mexico just to go to Walmart and take their ass back home just to spend some money, like just to go to Walmart. Right. So he did that shit on purpose. Like it's it's insane, man. And, like and this is something else I just want to say really quickly because it really grinds my gears when people say this. Um, because you know even Bernie Sanders said this. Well, you know c- clearly this is a a mental health uh, mm. crisis in America. Mm. Okay, everyone that's saying that. I have worked in a substance abuse clinic. I have a psych degree. I have like written, I can't tell you how many papers on abnormal psych. I've, I have the DSM. If you have never worked in the mental health field, if you don't have a mental health degree, if you are not a mental health expert, shut the fuck up because you don't know what you're talking about. Most people that are mentally ill are not violent. Mm-hmm. They do not hurt other people. They may hurt themselves depending on like, they're, they're like categorization in the DSM. Shut the fuck up. This is not about mental illness. There are people literally that just want to watch the world burn yeah. that are hateful because mentally ill people don't plan mm-hmm. like their attack. They don't have like the cognitive like ability to do that. I mean, the Joker did. Okay. Nigga. No, that's a fictional the, character. You know why he the did? Joker? Yeah. He's that's a comic book character. He's been, what you, the Joker. Yeah, He's not real. You want to know why he's not real? Cause <laughs> okay. that, cause that's just not real life. The Joker. You know, that's based. I'm not even doing this with you. Okay. Wait, since we going, wait, no time no. out. No, before we move on to this next week, are you, do you think these comic books are real? No, not the com- the Joker. He's a comic book character. No, he's... Um, okay. That's not... No, you're right. 
Okay, thank you. For, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Y'all, if y'all think the Joker is a real person, don't, don't, please DM don't me. Don't do Don't go. No, I need to know. Don't talk to them like I'm no, not right here. No, I'm right here. No, I agree with you. I just want to know thank how. Thank you for agreeing I want to see how. Okay, can, we can move on. No, since how, you, since I, you agree. I want to see how many other people agree with you oh. so I can unfriend them. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, uh, leave, uh, leave people alone. Like. Everybody. Kill yourself mm-hmm. since you so like bent on like killing somebody. They, they took that dude alive. Like. As fuck. Gracefully. As like, fuck. Laid him on the ground and took him. But meanwhile, they choking out people selling CDs and shooting niggas that they pulling over. I can't. He, like targeting immigrants. You know, my mom's an immigrant. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's uh, born in Germany. Wow. Yeah. Is she like a naturalized citizen? Yeah, so she was. Yeah, yeah thank you. I had okay. to say that before Ice came and got my mom. I was, was, was going to be like, are you going to cut this part out? Because <laughs> they're they talking to Latinos right now, but. You know, they got people on SoundCloud like, okay, who's saying something about I was about to say, our, F- got a tip. our FBI agent definitely just like made a memo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. It's, it's, it, but I didn't realize until like last year or something like that. But uh, it's just crazy, like, to think of somebody targeting somebody just because like of another person like not because yeah no fuck that he lined up his guns in the shape of trump like in the letters of trump mm-hmm. did you see that mm-hmm. and posted it and it, had a whole manifesto that is that was the exact mm-hmm. like um um words and almost a playbook from fox news and donald trump mm-hmm. and the whole thing and i'm a slick say this and some people may not like it if you voted for donald trump there's blood on your hands mm. period and you can feel how you want to feel about that. Whew, man. I said it. Because, I mean, I, we're not, I don't want to, like, 30 people. Yeah, 30 people. But, I mean, you know, with all that being said, the, the idea is that after they're done with them, they're going to come for somebody else next. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they get bored. So, if you don't stand up when they're coming for them, when will you stand up? Right. You know what I mean? It's a human rights issue. If you're a human being, mm-hmm. then even if you cannot personally identify with someone's struggle, don't think that it doesn't all intersect. So, you know. Yeah. Do something. Do your part. Do your part. Be least. kinder. Yeah, be kinder. Um, moving on, because, geez. Um, the B Awards. Yes! Black Excellence Awards! Yes. Uh, I think it's time. Okay. Um, do you have somebody? You got somebody in mind? Um, I think I got him first. Okay, who you got? Uh, you know Jessica Rice, Uh, do I know her? Yeah, do you know her? I'm a fan. You are? What? She's awesome, right? What? She got some stuff going on. She's got a, she's a, uh, one of my favorite photographers. She's a friend of mine, a friend of ours from college. Um, she, her most recent exhibit, um, is showing in Seattle, Washington, and I was able to see her first one. It's called Alter Call, mm. but it's a, a piece or a uh, an exhibit that shows kind of um, the different struggles um, dealing with like depression and just mental, um, just mental her own mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's she, brave. Yeah, it, it really that's, is. That's very like exposed. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's in Seattle now. So if you're in Seattle, um, you know, please go check that out. But, you know, she's also, I think she was talking about bringing it to Atlanta also. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but outside of that, she had a uh, another uh, exhibit that I was actually able to see mm-hmm. called uh, Everyday Black. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, um, it was just a, an exhibit kind of showing all um, different black people just doing regular everyday things. Old guy walking down the street with some headphones in his ear, you know, um, a black woman just on the side of the street 
in front of a no parking sign. Mm. It was a very um, amazingly like like normative like exhibit, you mm-hmm. know, like because being black is enough. It was it was the idea, mm-hmm. and I was able to um, interview her uh, on uh, the Be Greater um, podcast, and so she kind of talked about you know all the things that she deals with as an artist. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, she is a perfect uh, second recipient to the BXB. To the B Awards, sorry. I concur. The Black Excellence Award. Um, she's amazing. Like Jamie said, if you're in Seattle, please check out her work. Um, check out her on IG, Jessica Rochelle. Um, R-Y-C-H-E-A-L? Yes. Yeah, I think that's about right. She's the shit, y'all. Like, yeah. her her photography is soul-stirring. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the best way I can describe it. Yeah, definitely. So, um, shout out to you, girl. Black Excellence Award. Congrats with your audacious ass. <laughs> Um, okay, so I got uh, I got another segment right here. I think it's a new segment we got going on. I'm not sure what my, my letters mean. I, I got Diet Zaddy. Diet Zaddy. Is that like a, like a <sighs> drink or something? You know what that is? I'm ready. Okay. All right, you thirst buckets. Get ready. Thirst. Look. <laughs> look, look. What are we about to do? <laughs> I hope all you thirst buckets are ready. This is a new segment we're doing. Um, This week's Diet Zaddy. Is none other than I am Wes Hamilton. That's I am Wes Hamilton. I'm sorry, can you? Uh, I think you didn't tell me what a diet zaddy is. Okay, let me tell you. So um, I'm over here. Blind. Okay, well let me let's start with what a zaddy is. So a zaddy is you know like a nigga that can get it. Like okay. he, he like can talk to you a little reckless. Mm-hmm. Like he can like tell you to like. Shut up. Oh, like he last can, week when you was talking about like The Rock and it just Oh, yeah, The Rock. They are zaddies. Okay. Oh, like, you know, a nigga they that, not die as zaddies? No, they're not. They're full grown. Mm. Like all the sugar, all the carbs. <laughs> they are not diet. That's a zaddy zaddy. Okay. And so you're like, you know, but I was thinking like, you know, you got to like shout out the everyday man because mm. there is a lot of guys out here that don't get the shine because they're not like, you know, a zaddy zaddy. But diet zaddies are just as appealing. Okay. The flavor is just as great. Okay. So we're going to be shouting them out. So this week is um, Wes Hamilton. He is the founder and owner of Disabled But Not Really. That's his nonprofit, teaching um, people with disabilities to not be so ashamed of them. Did to you feel say disabled but not really. Yeah, isn't that clever? That's pretty dope. That's a diazaddy <laughs> for you. And so yeah, just shout out to him and his foundation and like all the beautiful things you're doing. Not letting like limitations stop you. Um, he's like modeling now. He's got his like foundation off the ground, um, and he doesn't let. His limitations stop him. He was like involved in like a shooting that paralyzed him, and um, he oh, could have, wow. yeah, he could have let that like really tear him down. Mm-hmm. But instead, he took um, what he calls a, a blessing. He said it like really redefined his life, wow. and he's using you know that experience to change the lives of others. That's amazing. Wasn't he on uh, Queer Eye? He was on the newest season of Queer Eye. Okay. So yeah, y'all check him out. His uh, IG is I am Wes Hamilton, and he's a diet zaddy. All right. Hope your thirst gets quenched. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what's up, man. Uh, shout out to Wes Hamilton. I think um, we did it, man. You're not gonna do this again. I'm not. What are you? You stop doing? it right now. You stop it right now. What? You know we're not done. You cut it out. <laughs> we got white shit pulling up. Thank bro. you. We got white. I ain't forget why. I was just, I was just kidding. I'm man. sick of your bronesia. Bronesia. <laughs> right. Um. So uh, this week. This, this is why you don't should never have kids. Right, because I was about to be like, what is happening? Sorry. <laughs> oh. 
And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I think this week in white shit should just represent like an aggregate of all the things that white people do. Come on, aggregate. Yeah, I've been studying. Did bro. you take the GRE? No. Well, I did, but I failed it. I can't tell. You can't tell I failed it? You should have passed. Yeah, I know. I don't use words I can't spell. Why not? I'm a goop what? Because hmm? I don't want nobody to be like, spell aggregate. Y'all niggas are. <laughs> True. <laughs> Y'all want to take you be your own people, man. Right, I was just impressed. Um, But yeah, I think it's, this should like represent like, white people have been doing like a lot of shit. <laughs> That's an understatement. You know, so I think moving forward, we just got to start, you know, just thinking about what would white people do? Yeah, W W W right D. Mm-hmm. Um, real talk, Jamie. Like W W W D. In light of recent events, um, I would encourage everyone not to act like white people because we know that shit will get you killed. Mm. We can, however, imitate some of their audacious behavior. This is a PSA. It's a call to action. I need every person of color to start imitating that white ass behavior. What I want. Everyone, you want, to, you want me to eat mayonnaise? I already eat mayonnaise, okay. so I'm hurt by that. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know I was already participating. I'm ahead of the curve. You're killing it, bro. I'm already there. But seriously, like we should all go buy guns. Even if you don't like guns, I'm not a fan. Um, all black people, all people of color, if you went and bought a gun tomorrow, I bet you those gun laws would change. Would. If you see a white man that looks suspicious, call the police. Mm-hmm. We can be Cookout Connie. Yeah, we can do it. We can be 911. Cookout Keisha. Cookout Keisha. Hello. Right. Mm-hmm. We could be just Shut Down the Block Party Betty. Mm-hmm. We could be all of those things. Uh, Barbara. Barbara. Mm-hmm. From now on, every time I see a white man that looks just a little, you know, off, I'm mm-hmm. calling the cops. You, you, if I see you with your gun, I'm calling the police. If I see you and your family out and y'all just hanging around loitering, I'm calling the cops. We, we need to start imitating the behavior because they are getting... Out of control, and until it starts happening to them on a large scale, shit ain't gonna change. I'm gonna call the cops. I'm gonna go to Starbucks, and I'm gonna call the cops on the barista. Yes, immediately. Mm-hmm. I could be Starbucks, Steven. You, you could be Starbucks, Steve. You could be Java Jamie. I could, come, come on, Java Jamie. Yes, let's, Java Jamie. Hey, I'm ready. Let's Let me tell you, I'm ready. White shit, yeah. I'm, I'm ready because I'm sick of it. To, to be honest. So all my black people, there's a call to action. We got to start imitating the whites. Mm-hmm. Okay. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let it burn. You Ooh. thought I was going to forget, didn't you? Well, I, I saw hey, your eyes. I was nervous. Yeah, I'm not going to forget. I'm, I'm impressed. Like, I write stuff down sometimes. <laughs> um, this weekend, this weekend, let it burn. Yes. You got something? You I do. To, you got? Yeah, I do. All right, cool, because I don't really have anything yet. <laughs> okay. I don't know what I need to give up. Well, I'm glad that I Should joined you, first. Could you remind everybody what Let It Burn is? Yes. Because, you know, some people... Don't go back for that episode. That's true. Even though you really should, at least go to episode one of season two. Golly, bro. And golly. And we know the sound was not the greatest. We get it. In the earlier episodes, we, we have we're improving. We become bougie with your podcast. Gosh, we're not doing nothing. Y'all act like y'all got ears of steel. But thanks for the feedback. We appreciate it. <laughs> now we got better mics. Period. We're sitting so close to his microphone. No, like really close. <laughs> Me and his microphone go together. <laughs> like that's kind of what it feels like. This is too intimate. But yeah, so um, Let It Burn is essentially at the end of the podcast this week. If there is something that's been on your heart this week that you want to let go of, that you want to free yourself from, that you want to burn into ashes, uh, this is that time. Um, We light a candle. We say what it is we want to burn. And then we release it. 
free yourself of those burdens. So for me, let it burn this week. I am letting burn the idea that if I um, am, am feeling like vulnerable or less than or like I'm not enough, that I can't share that. I feel like sometimes, you know, being like vulnerable or showing a moment of weakness can actually help others see you as more human. Um, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. I know a lot of people hate that. I hate I hate mm. that shit. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that because everyone needs help. Everyone is not strong all the time. Everyone is not okay all the time. And I want to start being a little bit more authentic when it comes to like that. So I'm letting burn the idea that I have to be strong all the fucking time because I don't. You don't? That's what's up. Yes. Let that burn up. And I lit it for you. Thank you. Because I definitely almost forgot about the fire part until you said it. That's why I said it. I'm glad I asked. Got your back. All day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, I'm letting burn. Letting burn. I think this week I'm going to let burned. Burned? (laughs) I'm already in the future. Uh, I'm going to let burn um, being outside of today. Mm. Uh, We talked about, or I talked about sometimes, you know, work. Or, uh, and worrying about, you know, the future, mm-hmm. um, talk about the past and, you know, traumas, mm-hmm. um, talk about, you know, how am I going to do this in the future or what am I going to do in the future or what am I going to do tomorrow? Like, but at the end of the day, I can't be in those, you know, those moments. I can only be in this one moment right now. So I'm letting burn being outside of the moment I'm in currently, um, because that's the most important thing I could ever, you know, focus on right hold um, on. right now. So uh, I can't out, live in the future. So. Shout out to being present. Being present. Yes. That's all I'm going to do. So, oh, <laughs> foolish me. You better light it. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh my God, are we out of fluid? They're going to hear that clicking and be like, these niggas ain't burning shit. <laughs> they ain't burning a motherfucking thing. And I got an extra wick, but we could just leave that unlit because we don't have another thing. There. You you don't know what that's for? I mean, I was just going to... What is it for? Uh, the podcast. We should let the podcast... Yes! Let this one burn for the podcast because this specifically... Po- yes. This podcast is lit. Can somebody send us a light? Oh, never mind. We can yep. be good. Please, please if, if, you, if you love the podcast, please... Send us a lighter. If you see us in public, give us a lighter. Just give us a lighter. Preferably a candle lighter because I don't like them regular ones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like at all. It's funny because it's true. (laughs) All right. uh, This is a really good podcast. We had a lot going on. We did. We did it. So until the future. Oh, hell to the (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker. Bye. So, yeah, guys, uh, that's a wrap. Uh, please also, now we have an IG page. Um, so, make sure you check us out on IG. We officially full. Official AF. So, our uh, new Audacity um, podcast IG is The Audacity, Jamie and Warren. How you spell it, Jamie? J-M-E. Oh, okay. That's The Audacity, J-M-E and Warren. The Audacity, J-M-E and Warren. So, yeah, check us out. Follow us. Thank you so much for the support. We love you guys. Bye.